1: This is Leon Poe, man. You listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. Enjoy the show, man. It's always good. Team ambassador, Boston Celtics. Leon Poe, baby,
0: Holla. All right, we are just days away from a brand new Celtics season. Yes. Welcome to Causeway Street Podcast, episode 23. MJ. MJ. <laughs> You already know. Yeah. Not LeBron, MJ, right? MJ. Not LeBron. What we're talking about. My name is Joel and to the right of me I've got Dutra. What's up, brother? What's going on? Glad to be back. We're missing somebody. I think I think we're missing our our usual like host, right? Ah, uh, Sway. Yeah. Swayze is not in the studio at the moment, but he will be calling in in a few. So, we're going to get his take on the Celtics preseason so far and the last
2: game, which was on Friday night. Yes. Not the not, last the game of the not the prettiest of games. Not the prettiest of games, right? Yeah, it was an ugly game. But hey, I've had I'm happy that the preseason is over and these games start meaning something now. I'm tired of uh watching well, and also we have the worst preseason schedule of <laughs> opponents ever. It's like the Knicks and the Sixers. And it's like, come on, give me something different. You know, you got you get you what know, you get. It's you whatever. Know, it's like these
0: are not quality games. It's more like you know tune-ups yeah. where the uh, you know Brad Stevens is trying to try different lineups and see what works and see what fits. And plus you got uh, training camp invitees who are trying to make other teams that is necessarily this team. True. You know? So I'm saying as a viewer perspective, gotcha. It'd be yeah. nice a, if we could a get Sel- like as a, as a fan of yeah, basketball, right? Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Celtics beat the 76ers on Friday night, eighty-one sixty-five. So they finished up their preseason at six and one. I mean preseason. Records don't really mean anything, but it's good to see uh, this team come around, especially from the start of training camp up until now, a few days before opening night. Their starting lineup was uh, Smart, Bradley, Crowder, Lee, and Zeller. So it looks like that's going to be the opening night starting lineup.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it, it seems like that's the case. What do you think? Looking at that lineup a couple nights ago when they really started, when they really seemed like, okay, this is actually what the starting lineup is going to be, I was a little bit hesitant to say... This is what what the starting lineup should be. I would like, I, I wanted to see Amir Johnson in there. I'm going back and forth about Thomas getting in the starting lineup, but after watching them and getting and seeing how they click, that unit really does click together pretty well. You know, you look at it and you're a little nervous because it's not a score. There's no one that's going to score the ball. You're looking at, like, right. who, you know, in the starting lineup, usually you put your best player in there, your best offensive player, at least. Yeah, but, you know, but I-, I think that. Um, that lineup of Smart, Bradley, Crowder, Lee, and Zeller. They look like they could do some damage, not only offensively, but pretty stout defensively too. They look they look uh cohesive.
0: They look like they've been playing with each other for a long time, which it's pretty much what you want in your starting lineup, right? Um, you know, the Celtics on Friday night didn't shoot particularly well. They shot thirty-five percent, but they did grab sixty-seven rebounds. Yeah, sixty-seven rebounds. Like, you know what that most, says. You know the what that most says in, in any preseason game in the NBA
2: thus far. Right, but that just seems how many missed shots Philadelphia Correct. had. Correct, so. because
0: Philadelphia also had fifty-four rebounds
2: for uh, the game. Brutal, man. But they
0: shot twenty-eight percent for the night. So I mean, a little sloppy up in uh, New Hampshire, maybe because you know they were
2: up. Far north, who yeah, knows? dude, that was just a—it's an odd setting. Just have all the games in the garden, like uh
0: Yeah, ah, yeah watch, right.
2: Trying to watch that game last night it was tough too. You look at the crowd.
0: Well, I mean, it's tough because they, you know, the Celtics do have fans all over New England. Right, so but they, that they place
2: wanna... wasn't even full. Yeah, that's Like true. it's like we're giving you a Celtics game in New Hampshire, and you guys are just not going. On a go? Friday night, yeah. go to the game. Go to the game. <laughs> you get guys complain, yeah, right. <laughs> you guys complain, you don't get a team, and then we give you a game, and you don't even show up. And you got, and you got the. Uh... And you had the Celtics
0: afterwards that were like throwing like free stuff into the crowd. So it's like, you know, you you get the you get the best of both worlds. Free stuff and and the Celtics, you know, that don't that don't normally go up north. Yeah. But uh, another another key point I wanted to bring up from from that game, you had three players who had 12 plus rebounds. Sellinger had 14 rebounds, Amir Johnson had 13 rebounds, and Kelly Olenek had 12 rebounds. The last time the Celtics had more than three more than two players in double figures and rebounds was back in 2000 against who? Philadelphia 76ers, It's a fun little fact right there.
2: <laughs> well, that just tells you the Sixers have always sucked. You know? <laughs> but anyway, what I want to say about that though is obviously it's preseason. Obviously they're playing Philadelphia. So mm-hmm. temper those expectations. Don't really look into it too much. But like I said last time, I mean, the Celtics really made it a point to focus on rebounding this exactly. off season. Exactly. And I think that's good that's a good sign. I mean, when you when you make acquisitions, like
0: uh, grabbing a or trading for a David Lee, right, and and for and uh, signing and, Amir Johnson seriously. You know, you re, you replace someone like you know Brandon Bass, who was good offensively
2: but not a great rebounder. Well, yeah, and Brandon Bass. I mean, he wasn't. I like Brandon Bass. He was good, good guy, good role player. But I mean, great you made a huge upgrade yeah, over definitely. Brandon Bass. And you know what? Also, I, I, those two signings which we can get into later. Mm-hmm. But that's lighting a fire under Sellinger. It seems like his you job know, is last, not
0: safe. Sellinger, the last two games has been a beast offensively and
2: defensively. Well, because if you look at the first couple of preseason games, he wasn't getting any time with the regular regular rotation. But the regular yeah. He was coming in with like the tr- the training camp. Him like, and R. J. Hunter were on the floor like a lot Bides. together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Like
0: that is not a good sign for Soldier. So I'm.
2: Ha- I was. I was very you, happy
0: to see him. If you would have asked me at the beginning of training camp who would have been your starting four, I would have said automatically, yeah, Jerry Soldier. Right. Nope. You know what
2: I mean? He's not in it. No. And and I think this is a good thing for him. A nice little a nice way to sort of say, hey, you got to earn this. We're exactly. not we're not handing. Anything, which is, I think, trickling down from age, but Stevens definitely buys into that, buys into that uh, idea as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got that little log logjam up front, so it's gonna, it's gonna make everyone work a little bit harder, right? Especially between now and the beginning of, uh, you know, opening night, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it
2: sort of makes you question that direct bowie. Dreapko, uh, <laughs> I know, me too, man. Totally messed up that
0: name. <laughs> me too. But well, why?
2: Why they bring him back? But hey, that's a story for another day.
0: Well, I mean, I think it was more depth, but more depth at the at the at the three. Sure, he could play the. three. I mean, you bit. can play the three. He yeah. can play that. He, Crowder could play the three. Turner can play the three. But um, going into the rest of uh, the bench, you have Thomas, Turner, Dreapko, Sullinger, Johnson, Olenek, and your boy James Young. You when does that leave the rookies? <laughs> Seriously, you think, you think the rookies are gonna be shipping up north, or is there one or two of them getting? Cracked his lineup. What do you think? This rotation?
2: Rookies? Rookies. Yeah. I mean, one thing I do take away from the preseason. Then you're, going, you're going in 10 and 11 man deep now. Right. I think I am I am very impressed with Rozier. Yeah. Very impressed with Rosier. Yeah. He actually opened my eyes up because I was nervous he wouldn't have a, a good offensive game. Yeah. Because he came out as sort of like a you know defensive mining, tough point guard. But he has surprised me. He, has, he can stroke it. Yeah. He, he doesn't shoot it a lot, but if he does... He looks comfortable shooting the 3 and getting into the paint, man. He's he's borderline, you know, unstoppable. So, oh yeah,
0: especially especially when you see the the amount of times he's gone to the free
2: throw line. And he's fast, man. He is quick. Yes, so uh, truthfully, I mean, out of the rookies, he's not afraid. That's good. He's not afraid. He's going to be on this team yeah. and he's going to get playing time. Yeah. I I you he's putting everyone on notice in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Bradley, Smart, you know, Thomas is going to get it. Thomas doesn't have to worry about it, but. Yeah, you need, you need as much playmakers on this team as possible.
0: Right. And there's not and, one solid
2: right. playmaker. But Rozier is like the first draft pick in a while, other than Marcus Smart, that you're really looking at and you see potential. Yeah. You're not looking. It doesn't look like, oh, this is going to be a work in progress. Exactly. Like James Young, yeah, Kelly Olinick, yeah. you know, those types that we've had around here that we're yeah. still waiting for them to show those flashes. Rozier, right from the get go. He looks good, so well, I, I'm excited about him. Yeah, I mean, I think all three have shown
0: uh, great potential. There, I think they're all three of them are NBA ready. It's gonna you be think hard Mickey's and, NBA ready? I think Mickey is. I don't. I I think, I think, he's, a little, I think he's a little more further along than most people yeah, thought. I wasn't impressed by Mickey. I thought. But I like. But I, I, I out of the three, I think
2: R.J. Hunter um, is gonna play a little bit more than Rozier. Mm, I don't think so. I think personally, I think that R.J. Hunter and James Young. Are gonna be battling for those minutes. And well, I mean, I think I he's think, more NBA ready than James Young. Mm, I think they're gonna give I think they're gonna give the nod to uh James Young because yes, offensively, but Hunter I, looks pretty good. Yeah, but we, he is a liability on the defensive end. If who, you who is? Hunter, but I, Young Young doesn't really play any games. But defense. he's improved. He's, he's he's improved. He knows he's at least had one year to sort of get in Steven's system, learn the way to play the defense because they they're almost identical player coming out of college. But Hunter Hunter can rebound and he can
0: pass the ball. Yeah, I, I besides shoot. He he looks good. I, I mean, like, it, he I looks like
2: yeah, I feel like Young just more of a shooter. Right, but I don't know. I'm not I'm a good not one at that. sold on Hunter cracking the opening night lineup. Oh, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying like opening opening night. I mean like
0: as the season wears on.
2: Yeah, but I think Young will be on the opening night roster. Okay. And I think I think Hunter I think that and they're going to give Young the benefit of the doubt. They're going to give him the spot and say Hey, you've been here a year. We have someone waiting in the wing. If you can't prove it, you know, sorry, right. bud. But yeah. I, yeah, there's there's has to be a trade coming too because there's just way too much, way too many bodies. So is it fair to say uh,
0: Perry Jones the third, Ottoman out?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean he was...
2: can't even crack. He, he he averaged like five minutes a game in the preseason. So that's I, never I had high thought. hopes with him, man, because yeah, what
0: he did at, I out in OKC, I, I thought he'd be something special, and he'd have a better better yeah, shot he... of you know playing more minutes here. But it's just it's that, that logjam up front.
2: It's too many. That, it's like too I said, there's too many bodies. I mean, he's a good. I think he could be a good player. Yeah. But he's not gonna he's not gonna pass Lee he's not gonna pass Johnson he's not gonna yeah. pass Sullender he, he Sorry, and Jones. they already got Jarrebo oh, yeah. I can't pronounce his name Jarrebo <laughs> Jarrebo it's like I always say his Chipotle ears. instead of Chipotle his his, uh, it's his, weird. Ears, his ears are ringing somewhere because he's there. Uh, <laughs> all
0: right man it's time to bring in our third man uh it's weird to call him that because he's uh, usually here with us but uh. We're gonna bring in uh, Joe Sway real quick. Hey, Joe Sway, how we doing tonight, brother? I'm good, guys. I'm
1: good. How are we y'all over there? Welcome back,
0: Ducha. What's so- happening? Oh, that's right, Ducha. You're uh, you're uh, you're in DR. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah. Sure. yeah. Oh man, right. there's so many questions I got. <laughs> I
2: don't have a lot of answers.
0: So. Yeah, no I man. Sway, uh, Joe Sway. These days is a is a busy, busy, busy guy. So you know, I mean, I, we appreciate your chance to call in and uh, give us your give us your your thoughts on uh, what you've seen so far with the Celtics in their in their preseason. Man, these
1: guys are looking. I mean I, what I liked the most about last night was that that first half you gotta you got a glimpse into what rotation is probably going to look like that first week of the season. And it's looking good. I like that starting lineup. I am a huge fan of uh of uh Leith, you know he's part of the Leith, that's that starting lineup is scoring. You got, you know, the usual backcourt which I love. Crowder, I hope he stays at the free. Big fan of him. And uh man these guys are looking they're looking
2: good, they're looking deep. They're looking like they can be come out of the gate winning some games. No, yeah.
0: definitely definitely.
2: Yeah, I mean I— I agree with you, this way. Looking at that starting lineup like we talked about a little bit, it's it's growing on me, man. I mean, I was a little bit tentative to see no scorer in that starting five, but they can move the ball. They can play defense. I mean, and David Lee looks like he's primed to get back to where he was before all those injuries. Oh,
1: yeah, he's ready to go. And How about Tyler Zeller, too? Tyler Zeller played a hell of a game
0: Thursday night, I thought. You know, running that floor, uh, getting points in, in, in bunches against the Knicks. He's just got great hands. Uh, man. Jared Sellinger? Where did this come from? Now Jared Salinger, if you would have asked
2: me a week ago, I would have told you that Jared Salinger shouldn't even be in the rotation. Yeah. Now completely 180 on how I say about Jared Sollinger going into the season. I think he's
1: still going to be, you know, not to be one of the first guys off the bench, but I think after, um, after Turner, after Thomas, of course, with the six-man, and after uh, Amir Johnson, he's right there. Yeah, I mean, it,
2: I can't believe that we're having this conversation about Sellinger, but I thought he was on the outs at the beginning of this preseason, I was about to... (laughs) I I thought they were just going to... I was like, man, are they going to play him at all or just (laughs) keep him on the bench or, like, sit him out because of weight? I was concerned, but, yeah, he's he's coming back. He looks strong. The reason being is because... He was playing with all of the rookies, and that's it. So he um,
0: was like closing out the game. Yeah, he's like
2: playing garbage. Yeah, garbage time, and it's like this is the preseason. That was our best player going into the season last year, and now he's playing garbage time in the preseason with all the rookies. So I, I don't know, man. But well, yeah, I thought Joel was a good start. Joel, Joel's been big on Sullinger. I'm, I'm, I'm huge on Sullinger. You know that. You know, no pun intended.
0: But I, I'm, he's someone that is special because his hands and his placement. Like he, he knows where to be down low. And and he, I don't know. I just, I just think that he, it's, it's hard for for Stevens not to use Sullinger at all.
1: Yeah, Joel must have been dancing like Drake in the Hotline Bling video after seeing Sullinger.
2: Uh, you're just dancing uh, in a uh, dancing uh, in a room by himself.
0: I don't know what video you're talking about, so I've never seen this video <laughs> that you speak of.
2: Uh, you know it. I actually saw the video today for the first
0: time I keep seeing you know the, the memes going around. Oh you man, know. that's, 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 that's crazy. I it the entire time, man. It's that's like, crazy. If you guys want to go live? we
2: we'll check that out. Uh, you see that? You see that pepperoni pizza one? that that's one of my favorites. When he's throwing the pepperonis oh, on man. the pizza. See, see, I have um, seen that one. <laughs> ruined it for us, yeah, Dude, uh, uh, Damn all right. it. you <laughs> gotta you gotta watch that one. That one's funny. All right,
0: They're so go with the video, like, he's he pretty much, you know, if you look at the memes, you think that's just a couple scenes of the video. Yeah. No, the entire video, it's he's a, dancing, like the entire video. Pretty much, pretty much, in and in like a <laughs> highlighted box, yeah. That's Drake for you. Oh, you saw it, right? He
2: saw- <laughs> yeah. Not only do we bring you Celtics talk, but we will break down any music video. Yeah, well,
0: well, well, Drake, Drake aside, the fact that we have him in the intro as well, but uh, prediction time. So, hey, what do you think? How many wins can this team just, you know, based on what we've seen and on paper? Barring any big trades, well, how many wins can the Celtics reach? Put you yeah. on the spot. Ooh. They won 41 uh, games last year. What's the improvement on, over under? What do you think? You know what, guys? I'm gonna, I'm gonna,
2: I'm, I'm thinking 40, 45, 46. Okay. You know, what? I'll give them the old. I'll give them 46. I okay. give are 46 games. are generous, um, the team's, You're the, generous the, the team's an upgrade from last year. I think they can win. They're gonna be above 500.
1: Um, I think they are, unfortunately, going to uh, blow a few leads. They're going to lose some really close ones, like you know, like we've seen uh, last season, because I think it's, uh, although they look good right now and they're clicking, it's going to take a while for them to really click when it comes to playing against teams, you know, the, the, the top-notch team. And, of course, one of those teams coming into Boston, you know, which I think is great. By the way, I think it's good that the gonna get this kind of test so early in the season, and that's about playing against the San Antonio Spurs. And I think that's great for the team. I think that you know they you want to play those type of teams early and uh, get a get a feel for your for uh, for the group and and go forward into you know December, January,
0: February, feeling more confident than you did a week a week into the season, you know. Yeah, mark that game on your calendar, folks. That's on November 1st. That's a Sunday matinee, 3.30 oh, yeah. game. I'll be in the building. Hell yeah. Cosway Street always yeah, in the building. Yeah, I can't building. remember the last time San Antonio came to Boston this early in the season. Oh,
2: never. No, I, I never. Play for them. Dude, usually, we're, I usually they're packed, they pack the front end of our schedule, especially home games, with, with a couple duds. But uh, yeah, that first opening uh, opening week is looking like a really good test. I mean, Philadelphia opening night. And then of you, course. And, and then yeah, you, I don't know who's doing the freaking scheduling on that. Why do we have to see Philadelphia yet again? Seriously. And we haven't seen the, the best team in the Atlantic
1: Division, Toronto Raptors. Like, how have they not played Toronto
0: Raptors yet? I think we've we've noticed this in the last couple of seasons. Ever since, you know, Paul Pierce got traded away and the NBA is considered the Celtics, you know, relevant. Never mind a playoff team. They don't even consider the Celtics relevant these days. So they just kind of just put whatever on the schedule for the Celtics. Yeah, it but had...
2: we, I mean, I, I was I was happy to see we got a couple ESPN games this year, at least. Yeah, because they made the playoffs last year. Right. You know?
0: It's Sean, You you had you you were talking uh, before the before we started recording here about some some stats that you saw that you you highlighted last night. Bring that up real quick. What right. what, what, what
2: we got? So so if every year NBA.com does their GM like predictions. Uh, yeah, prediction. So they ask every GM in the league. They vote on best player, best defender. You know, best coach. Cetera, you know everything. You know yeah. they ask them about forty nine different questions. So reading that, I noticed the Celtics aren't getting any love from any of the gms uh, putting them in in any type of category category in this whole list it it was pretty ridiculous so if you look here one of the big things sway and you can you can chime in on this too they asked every gm what your top 4 teams in the eastern conference would be to finish in the top four, Cleveland, okay. Cleveland, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, Washington, Toronto, and Milwaukee all nope. got votes. They all got votes okay. to be in that top four. Okay, Celtics. Four. Okay. Celtics didn't get a single vote. No one thinks the Celtics can be uh, be in the, the top four. Crack the top four. Okay, in the Eastern Conference, which I think. I mean, if you're gonna give the Bucks some love, you might as well give the Celtics some love too. What do you think, Sway? Oh man, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't blame them. I mean, Milwaukee's a good team. Through I mean, Milwaukee, and it's gotten better from last year. Um, if we're talking a top five, top top uh, top six,
0: then yeah, I think the Celtics need to be mentioned. But top four, I don't I don't know. I mean, you guys think that Celtics gonna be flying with the fourth seed? Well, I mean, I personally, I personally think if I were to, you know, make a prediction on, on seeding in the Eastern Conference, yeah, the Eastern Conference got a little bit better. You know, a couple teams that have improved on paper: the Bucks, the Heat, the Pacers.
2: Uh, you know pa- I mean? I'm not sold on the Pacers either.
0: Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not saying that that, that these teams are better than the Celtics necessarily. All I'm saying is that you have to throw that into the mix when you're talking about who are the top eight teams that are going to make the playoffs. I would put the Celtics in number five, in my, Indy- in my opinion.
2: Just another thing, too. Indiana didn't get a vote on this list either. Okay, no, I know, but I'm... But they're getting Paul George back, too. No, People I forget you. about that. I, I mean, that, I, I actually forgot about that. They're going to be something to mess with the Eastern got, Conference, and they, got, too. and
0: they got Monte Ellis, too. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, offensively? like Yeah.
0: he's, he's he, can, he can chuck it. Yeah. <laughs> he can chuck it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. In terms of seating, uh on paper again barring any trades. I I see the Celtics at the number five spot. So but I am kinda of surprised that no one gave the Celtics at least one vote and being in the top four. I'm not saying that they, they should be in the top four, but he thinks right. Yeah, I don't it's
1: tough, right? I think they I think <laughs> they
0: fall in the, into that middle tier, you know, five, yeah. six, seven. Yeah. You know,
1: fighting for that fifth spot. Yeah. Um that best case scenario, they get
0: the fifth. Yeah. Um I see
1: the finishing sixth.
0: they get fifth, great.
1: But I think they're gonna be fighting against yeah, the team that Joel just mentioned, Milwaukee, Indiana. Um, Washington. I think Washington is a team that people are kind of. I don't want to say overrating, but I don't. I don't know how they're going to look this, this upcoming year. I, who knows how healthy Bradley's going to be? How healthy uh, how Walt, Paul is? Yeah. You know, Walker couldn't even finish the playoffs last season. Yeah, that's and that true. That's You know, minus Paul Pierce in another
2: year of Nene and, and, and uh. Gortat. And Humphreys and, and Gortat. Gortat, I'm not too worried about, but like
1: for that fourth spot, I mean. Those are some shaky guys who aren't always healthy, especially Nene and, and Humphreys. The last couple of years, he hasn't been able to play half a season. He misses a lot of games, so I think there's a lot of question marks in that front court for Washington. And um, you know, Milwaukee, I think, is going to be right up right there in that hunt. I think
2: they, they, they could get that fourth slot. See, I'm and not the top, sold
1: on the that. The top man. three, you know, you got Chicago, Atlanta, and,
2: of course, uh, Yeah, I
0: mean, with the new playoff format, this, it's just going to actually benefit the Celtics, if you if you think about it. I mean, the only thing that, that would, would separate teams now is tiebreakers. That's it. It doesn't matter if you win the division. Uh, well, that's pretty much the main one, the main thing. It doesn't matter if you win the division right. or not. You know, you, you it's going to be based on records and tiebreakers.
1: Right. The top four seed which is huge I think Toronto
0: the only team that's going to be ahead of Boston and the Atlanta yeah no that's true I mean you're really, not, you're really not too concerned with Brooklyn or or the, or the Knicks you know as much as Ducha loves uh,
2: Porzingis but you know it's going to be tough for the Knicks this year <laughs> by the way Tommy Heinsohn loves Porzingis too if you didn't know oh yeah of course he does <laughs> I, I've never heard somebody uh, he, he didn't stop talking about him the entire broadcast <laughs> alright Sway so, hey, any, uh, any last
0: thoughts uh, before we let you go
1: yeah um one thing I wanted to bring up, guys, is um, just to just to shift things over to
0: the West. How does the How does the top four finish in the West West Conference? Cause that's going to get that fight. I'll, you I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. I'll tell you who's going to finish in the top four, no in particular order. You got San Antonio, the Clippers. You got Memphis, and
2: mm, putting Memphis I'll up put there, Putting Memphis
0: huh? up there, and and I'll say Golden State because they're the champions, obviously. So. Those are the top four, in my opinion. Obviously, you got other teams to consider. Uh, OKC, Houston. Yeah,
2: I actually this is tough, man. It's Taking tough. four west. teams. It is,
0: west. Oh my I'm god. All right,
2: because Houston's, Houston's, gonna, be Houston's yeah. gonna be up there. Houston's gonna be up there. I just I you forgot Sway. You forgot they got Ty Lawson, man. Yeah, man, but he's got to stay off the wagon, man. <laughs> <He's> gotta, yeah, that is. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to put down the bottle. Yeah, he's gotta, he's gotta stay off well, the wagon.
0: okay, I got I got OKC. Houston. Okay, so they got a new coach, so I don't know. It's a little. It's, I mean, they got the talent, obviously on paper, but go ahead. Clippers. All right, let them finish, Joel. <laughs> I said okay. I told them to go
2: ahead. Okay. OKC, Houston, Clippers, Spurs. Those are your four. Guess who's out of the top four in the West? The Warriors. Yep. Yeah. I put in the Warriors order? in. Oh boy. I think well, is, that, is
0: that your order or just
2: random? No, nah, I think the Clippers are going to take the West this year. Oh wow. I really do. This well, is that's their a bold, year. That's a bold prediction. This is this is the Clippers year to break the break the funk. Well, I mean I threw the Warriors
0: in the top four because they're, you know, they're the champs. I
2: I'm, know. You I gotta give mean. Well, you know what's I mean, you know what's strange too. You got were
0: giving me crap last year about not giving them all their love, so I'm giving them a little bit of love because they're the champs.
2: I think that a lot of teams are gonna be able to figure out the Warriors this year.
0: I really do. I don't think they were that hard to figure out, but it was just the matchups that you know they took advantage of, which was good. Good for them. <laughs> Joel hates the Warriors. I don't hate the Warriors. I'm just saying they took advantage. They took advantage. You, I sent you guys the new format, right? Of the of the of the Western Conference, of the difference between last year right and what it would look like this year if if the same teams finished in the top 8, right? If 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 the new format took place last season, then the Warriors would have to face either Memphis, I mean they, they'd face Memphis in the second round. They would have to face San Antonio in the mm-hmm. second round. Right. You guys think either they could have San Antonio? Honestly.
2: Would they've been San Antonio? Well, the, the reason no. So there you go. So they shouldn't be in. And I mean, the, the thing is, is, that they. That's ev- why Dutra. That's why Dutra doesn't have them in the top four. Right. They avoided a lot of. The they big didn't play game the Clippers. Teams. They didn't play the Clippers. They didn't play the Spurs. They didn't
0: play the Spurs. Well, the Clippers. That's the Clippers' fault that they didn't because they couldn't get past Houston, which is right. You know that's sad. And, but like,
2: but Houston, I, I, you know, so, I don't know. So and now,
0: so now with Lawson, you think the Rockets could beat the Warriors in the seven-game series?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. Rematch of the Eastern Conference, uh, Western Conference Finals last year. Okay. I take. I would take the uh, Rockets in six. Well, that's bold. What do you think, Swear? I think the I think the Rockets are legit this year. This could be, um, the defining season. Like Curry had his defining season last year. Harden couldn't have that season this year.
0: Well, Harden could easily have
2: won MVP last year. But, oh yeah.
0: You know, well, considering, I mean,
2: considering the team he had regular season, he had no point guard and postseason success. Yeah. You know, and and getting that ring. I mean, they could be. They could be. I mean, they're in the top. Them. The Clippers, I think, and, and the Spurs. Even though I'm not sold on the Spurs, as strange as that sounds, I think there are a lot of injuries waiting to happen on that team. And yeah. I mean, no, I hear
1: you on that, Sean. I feel like the Spurs are going. To, they're, they're a team that's not going to win a whole lot of games in the regular season because they got their guys for the playoffs. But when it comes to when it comes to playoff time, I think they're going to be right there. They could be in the Western Conference
0: Finals, heading to another finals appearance. I think that
1: that this team is that good. And a lot of that has to do with Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, that's a huge pickup for them. Well, arguably they
2: got, they got the David biggest West too. Yeah, arguably the biggest pre pre um off season acquisition. Lamarcus yeah, Aldridge. Yeah, I mean, he essentially broke up the, the Blazers. You know, seriously. Just left that there. Lillard's. Was, gonna,
1: think way out.
2: Lillard's gonna be there, like, what the
1: hell is uh, going
2: on? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, why do we yeah, got to break this up? They, they even lost their starting center, man. Robin
1: yeah. Lopez. I mean, yeah. The whole lineup
2: is gone. Right. Seriously. Well,
0: speaking and Batum. Of, the whole starting lineup yeah, the except, ex- ex- except ex- 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 But Yeah, you're right. Besides Leonard. it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, they don't even look like a playoff team right now. So that, that was that
2: was huge for San Antonio. Um, I do think they can get that fourth spot. But
0: you know, don't don't take that as me saying, you know, the Spurs I have a chance to get back to the finals. Because they do. They easily no, do. They definitely they definitely they're, need to get. Favorite. They definitely need to be in the top four. They after what they learned last year, they were six last
2: year, and they right. weren't. They weren't a six seed. And they couldn't. I mean, if they were able to, I think. I think you're right. They know that they need to be in that top tier because they had the Clippers early, and that's not. They need. Exactly. They need home court advantage.
1: Exactly. That's why they needed a guy like a Marcus
2: because yeah. They need a guy to eat up these minutes while Duncan's resting, while you know
1: uh was doing. He was gonna rest Parker too. Patty Mills gonna like, play a lot. You know when he does that, that B team thing. You know when he rested on his big guys
2: and the, the Spurs B team comes in and plays the whole game. Right. Yeah. Now you have LaMarcus Alders in the middle of that. He's gonna play every every game. And yep. then you have David uh, David Webb come off the bench. I mean, that's a
1: solid big man to come off the bench and help help you out because you know we can see where his head is at. This guy turned out a lot of money to go play in San Antonio seriously just to go chase a title.
2: And don't forget too. Kawhi Leonard didn't play a full season last year. He was out for the for a good part of the middle part of that yeah, season.
1: Yeah, that was that was that was a, a big loss for them. So but yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna get them the fourth season. top three. Uh, the, the the top three is, is is tough to say, man. They're
2: all gonna be like two or three games apart from each other. Yes, I'm gonna
1: go with Golden State. I'm gonna to go
2: with to the Clippers. And I'm gonna go with Memphis. I mean, Memphis is on wow. the
0: go for it. Wow, you guys year. are all I'm on very, Memphis, huh? Memphis, Memphis man. <laughs> Memphis they're, they're, they're out of out of those teams that we mentioned. Obviously, the Spurs are. They got great veteran presence, but the, the Grizzlies, that core
2: has been together for a while. Yeah, I mean... It, right, it, and this but, might be it. I think that's one of the last runs. You yeah. Zebo's going to be uh, done soon. Yeah, exactly. Or well, leaving soon. Brando's contract, um, you know, Gas- Gasol, uh, Mike Conley, they're going to have to answer a lot of questions after the season to see which direction they want to go in. And, um, hey, don't don't forget about our old friend Jeff
1: Green. I mean, I think Jeff Green, he he's well last season, he's going to get a full season with them now, and I think he's going to be a... a
0: yeah, he'll be he'll he'll probably be a starter. But I really thought yeah, we were gonna have a whole player. yeah. I really
2: thought we were gonna have a whole season without mentioning Jeff Green, guys. Thanks. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on. Oh, don't be bitter, man. Yeah, no, then, no man, I don't. I'm, I'm not. Position, man. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I just I just don't like Jeff Green anymore, man. I'm well, done
0: well, Brandon, Brandon Wright, too, just signed with that squad. And, uh, you know, that's that, that that's improved, that improves their bench a little bit as well. Yeah. But uh, oh, speaking of old friends. Brandon Wright signed with him, too? Yeah. Man, how many freaking ex ups do they have over there? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Tony, yeah. yeah. Lee. yeah. Seriously. Why? It's like
1: all yeah.
2: the Celtics rejects. Yeah, I mean, oh, man. Wow. Wow. Dude just saying rejects. Well, the only person that I would take back is Tony Allen. Oh, okay. The only person I would take back is Tony Allen. Well, speaking of well, old friends. Well, the worst thing Danny Day would let that dude walk away. Ah, right? I know. People yeah. can say what they want, but.
0: Straight, no, no, I, no, you, did yeah. So you the know, last five, six years. you know my feelings on that. That was the
2: worst thing that that age did was let him walk away. Well, I mean, I yeah. would still, I, I, would still rank the Perkins trade over that. Really? Yeah, just for that one season, yeah. you screwed up the whole season, Danny. By trading Perkins away. I well, know, I know you let Tony go, but I mean. Let's be honest too, that was a big contract for a guy that was, you know, semi unproven. But I yeah, I, I agree with you though. They should have they should have kept on down. Well speaking speaking of old friends, um, and I don't know I don't know if Sway if you
0: if you heard this, but uh your boy Phil Pressy got cut by the Blazers last night, man. What? Yeah, Phil Presley, man. He got the axe. Are you me? He got pink slipped. Don't worry,
2: he'll pick That's up horrible. He'll could, catch on somewhere.
0: I mean, I mean the Blazers didn't think he was good enough to make their squad. That's that's that's, that's up that's upsetting. <laughs> hey, there's always the 76ers. Oh no, man, yeah, don't don't laugh about Freddy, man. No, no I'm man. laughing. I'm laughing about the Blazers. He's I'm a hard worker, man. I know he is. I know he is. That's why I, that's why it pains me to tell you that. But Joe Sway
2: is the it's president. It's the Blazers. I think the, the Blazers
0: pr- are messed up for doing that.
2: Sway is the president <laughs> of the, the on Percy Fan right Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
0: you can catch Sway on Twitter. Follow him. It's at j o e underscore s w a y ten. And thanks for uh you know, whatever you know, I know you're a busy guy. So.
2: When are you coming back in studio, Sway? Come on. Oh, next episode, man. I'll be right back. I mean,
1: especially we got to recap the first game of the season, so I'll be back, but, but
2: guys, real quick though, yeah. Last week, right? Uh Portland was down, I think, by like eight points
1: or so going into like the last minute of the game. <laughs> Who no one other but Phil Pressey makes one huge steal, finishes at the other end, makes another steal, ends up tying the game, the last possession of the game, steals uh. the ball.
2: Some scrubs.
0: I've opened up the floodgates for Sway and the, oh, and the pressy man. and the pressy cutting.
2: I'm gonna have to have. He should call you. You should be his freaking hype be, man. Yeah, dude. it
0: should be his agent man. Because he, 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 you know, he didn't deserve that on the
2: Blazers. The Blazers.
0: Oh man. <laughs> hey, maybe the
2: Celtics <laughs> will pick him up. You never know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, because hey, the Celtics don't, don't have enough guards. Hold on, hold on. Maybe, maybe right, guys,
1: i us check in with y'all next week,
0: man. Yeah, no, maybe have a good one. Maybe the main, the main Red Claws will sign him. They should. <laughs> <Very quick. laughs> all, all right, right so man. He, what, can play, he can play behind uh, Why not? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> but, all right, man, we'll catch you. We'll catch you next episode, Sway. Thanks for checking in, brother. All right, guys. I can't wait for this next game, man. We're, gonna, we're all going to watch it together. Opening and, uh, night. And talk all about next week. All right, man. See you then. All right, later,
2: Sway. Yeah, man. So...
1: Sway <laughs> so, repping
2: Pressey. He's he's uh, upset. He's, he's he's upset. Well, because he just pre-ordered his custom-made Phil Pressy Portland Trail <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: why. Well, I mean, to get back to to you know
0: former Celtics talk, but I'm not and I'm not gonna like mention like other players, but you know some players on this team that could become former Celtics trading block. You know trading chips. What do you what do you think based well, on what you've seen in the in the preseason and based on I don't know you know last year contracts like. Lee Turner. I think. Well, I think a move has to happen. Solinger
2: you, you hear Solinger's name yeah. tossed around. Olenek. Well, so this is. I, I was thinking about this the other day about all the draft picks that the Celtics have. At this point, Kelly Olenek has to go. <laughs> You're sold now. I, he has to go because this. This <laughs> is my reasoning behind that. Is that you have so many draft picks. He started right?
0: out so well too in the preseason. But yeah, but I'm done with him.
2: He's just. In the, yeah, he's I'm done with it because away. you have so many draft picks. You drafted Kelly Olenek, and he's had what is this? His third year. He's going to be a third year yeah So he's had 2 years to prove himself to say he is a must keep player Yeah He hasn't done it Well yeah. cut bait <laughs> because you can draft another Kelly Olinick and hopefully I mean okay it's so not draft another Kelly Olinick a better but you can use a draft pick on yeah. that type of player yeah. and it's and hopefully it's better than Kelly Olinick I mean you're not losing anything by getting rid of Olinick and you can get you can get something back for him so I say I would do it before the season starts. I would do it today. <laughs> I would trade Kelly Olenek trade because somebody ass. wants him. Somebody wants him, but uh, he has no spot on the Celtics right now. Okay. It, unless an injury happens, he has no spot. Yeah. He, he's not going to get any playing time. He's going to clog up your bench. He's, yeah. he's a nice guy, so he's not a, he's not a – you know problem. Yeah. But just trade him. Get something for him. You're not losing anything. Yeah. Like I, this whole idea that oh Kelly Olinick could be like a, a really key cog for this team on a no, he's not. Defe- Cut bait. De- defensively he just continues to get lost on assignments. Yeah. And I mean, you're getting sloppy offensive play like mm-hmm. that he makes mistakes on the offensive end too. Yeah. So you already got players who can shoot. Yeah. He's a big man. I would I'd get rid of him. I'd get rid of him, trade him for something. Somebody would want him as a project. We don't have time for any more projects. <laughs> well, the Celtics don't have time for any more projects. There you go. Celtics don't have time for any more projects. Out
0: of that list of players I mentioned, Sonja Lee, Turner, Olenek, I'm leaning towards someone like Turner being traded. Not that I, not that I want that to happen, but because you have someone... Like a like a R. J. Hunter who's yeah, like waiting in the wings. I think for that uh, for to getting to get to grab those minutes.
2: Yeah, you're right. Turner's definitely on the trade you know, block.
0: Crowder now is a starter. Right. You do lose one of your playmakers, in, in Turner, and yeah. he's, and his his uh, his his trade value is, is going up.
2: Mhm. Oh, definitely it's and going it's gonna, up. Especially it's going to go up.
0: Year. Yeah, it's going to continue to go up as the season goes on. I mean, on. you're
2: not going to get a first-round draft pick for anybody.
0: Yeah. For Turner or Olenek. No. His his skill set is is would would be great on the, on a contender right that that's needing that needs that that extra
2: score yeah I mean look at uh, I he think he would fit well in OKC yeah coming off the bench there yeah better than better than waiters yeah seriously <laughs> and and he he's a ball yeah. handler too yeah. I mean you could bring him off the bench would yeah you know so I think he would fit well there I think he'd also fit well in, in Memphis if you want to send him there I mean they are always looking for more guards for more shooters yeah yeah but um. I don't I don't know. Yeah,
0: based based on based but, on him having you know this is his last year of his deal. Yeah. It's a tradable contract. You know, uh someone like Lee might be a little bit Harder to trade. Oh, you want? I want Lee on this team. No, I know you do. You're right. I, I, I you see. You traded I see what you're for saying, him, but if you know, you did. You're right. But if if Danny Age saw an opportunity to grab someone that could help this team now and in the future, right? And Lee would be part of that. He wouldn't think twice about it.
2: Right. So I mean, this is this is the options the Celtics have. You can either make an addition by subtraction trade, where you're clearing up some. Well, you're clearing some, up. You're clearing up a, a roster. Spot you're clearing up roster spots for yeah. the young guys to come in. Exactly. Right. Or exactly. you could package and make a deal for a big. Big name guy, yeah. Because right now, A. K. A. Demarcus Cousins. Because <laughs> that's I thought, your, I could, your. I
0: thought we could go this whole episode without mentioning the, you, know. you know Demarcus Get DMC, But of course, I'm nope. speaking to you know Dutra here. <laughs> Almost at the tail end of this, Demarcus Cousins makes an
2: appearance. Yeah, right. Well, that's but, good. But nicely done, though. Nicely done, Sean. <laughs> I had done. to slip it in it. I like that. I slide knew. it in. Yeah, I no, it. but but seriously though, the thing the problem is this, right? You're looking at if you want to package these players for a big name, they have to be contributing. On the court, yeah. There's no, there's no space for the people that you want to trade to get on the court to show that they're a trade piece, right? Yeah, I mean because you have you got 16
0: players on the contract. Yeah, so one's gotta go, you know, in the next day or two. So wait,
2: just, just but, wait. But, for... but but
0: with Solinger, you know, he can be another another piece because the Celtics still haven't picked up his his uh, his option for next year, so that he doesn't become a uh, a restricted free agent. Right, right.
2: I mean. They, still have, and, they, and they still have a couple days to make that decision as right, well. Right, which I don't think they're going to make. I don't think they're going to re-sign him. I think he's going to probably hit restricted free agency next year. Okay. But, I but mean, so if he's
0: got something to prove. Yeah, this, this, and this, I mean, this season.
2: I think Solinger's probably your biggest trade piece if you're looking at that. But, I mean, if you are trying to make a big run at uh, let's say Al Horford or Demarcus Cousins, or, or like, you know, the, the people that we've talked about. Yeah. I would say you have to give up Solander. On Linux. And a lot of your draft picks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the good part is you drafted three rookies this year. You've used three draft picks. So if you trade away a couple draft picks, a couple players here and there, you still are loaded with depth. So Danny's going to be busy. There's going to be a okay. couple of minor moves. I hope so. Before, I hope he's busy. I, I believe before the, way before the tra- trade deadline. I think you're gonna see a couple of bench players that aren't getting time. So like so oh. like within like the next month or two, like yeah. you did with Rondo last year? Right. Just get it out of the way. Get I mean, why wait till the trade deadline? hmm I mean, you could get a Linux out of town, send him up to Toronto. Ooh, he's a Canadian, you know. <laughs> send him over to Portland. They could probably use some people.
0: No, nah, man, Toronto just Toronto just uh they just they just signed um Bennett. Why would they need our Linux? <laughs>
2: get all the awful Canadians up there. Just to like just to like make it a make a nice little Canadian national oh, team. Oh my
0: god. Well, in case you missed it, we're gonna do our little segment here before we uh We still gotta
2: get music for this. We always we do it every you're time. right, you're right. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm gonna fix
0: that. And by next episode I will have that just just, just for this. Okay. But uh, in case you missed it, uh Lamar Odom uh, you know, is uh, alive and not well, but he's alive. And he <laughs> needs uh a kidney transplant among other things. Well. And um the reason why I bring this up is because uh there's a lot of Lamar Odom fans that are willing to, to give a kidney to transplant? give a kidney to give a kidney up to Lamar Odom he's on a he's on a waiting list and because he's a I'm pointing up quotation fingers he's a celebrity so he wants to cut the line if sort of
2: speak and you know make sure he gets a kidney <laughs> why so he can ruin another kidney <laughs> i don't know i i did it's I, tough. I feel bad for lamar odom yeah because he's Man, obviously I'm, got some issues I mean, I'm but glad, I mean i'm glad he's not on life support anymore but seriously seriously you know, it's a it's sad it's a sad sad, sad story, story. Sad it story. really is not,
0: it? He's, not the, he's not out of the woods yet but you know, at, le- at
2: least his marriage is not falling apart anymore. I that that part about it just pisses me off to no end, and I don't yeah. I don't want to start talking about the Kardashians because yeah. I'm gonna no, 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 start no, I breaking. Know, I know, I know. I'm gonna start breaking glass in here. Oh man, we don't want to
0: mess up equipment in our studio or our studio here there, Sean. Literally but, the uh, worst people on the planet. Yeah, but on another news, other NBA news. Popovich, Greg, uh, Greg Popovich is gonna take over for Coach K uh, to uh, to coach Team USA. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but in 2017, so after coach after the Olympics next year, Pop takes over. What do you think? Uh, Sure, I mean, the
2: choice, huh? Yeah, probably the best basketball coach out there, but
0: yeah, no, there was there was rumors that that maybe Stevens was going to be asked. Oh, really? To coach, and Stevens said that he would love the opportunity to do that. So maybe maybe he becomes an assistant. Who knows?
2: Well, yeah, I think you got. I mean, Popovich has always been around the national team. I feel like he's yeah, yes, he he's You're been right. assistant coach and around yeah. practices and stuff like that. Makes sense. Yeah, given yeah, he's the best coach in the NBA. Yeah. So might as well. Yeah. But really, I could coach the national team, and they'd probably <laughs> still win a gold medal, anyways. I don't know. It depends.
0: You know, the, you know, the last time they had a, a, a random coach picking, at, what was it like? In, like ten years ago? Maybe in
2: the two, I think it, it was two thousand four.
0: Right? They won the bronze. I forget who was coaching that. See, that's how that
2: team sucked, though.
0: But you said, but you, what have you coached that team? Could you have got them to the, you know, become gold medalists?
2: Well, winners? We, no, because <laughs> that team sucked. That team had LeBron James, had AI. That was like the worst group of. <laughs> that was the worst national team. I ever. believe
0: Carmelo was on that team.
2: Uh, yeah, but all them were young. They were all like, yeah, who cares? I want to yeah. score. Like, no. Now, <laughs> now though, now though, yeah. Kobe didn't even play that in that in that. I don't think he was on that team. No, Kobe was not on that team. Right. That most and Shaq wasn't on the team either. I don't believe.
0: No, they. they all so refused. you think about
2: that? They said that was when that was when it was two. This was
0: after. This was after uh, post nine eleven. So you know all the great basketball players at the time for the NBA were like, nope. Not nothing, nothing to do with the with Team USA.
2: Yeah, it was strange. But now everybody obviously is on the team, so I could coach this team. <laughs> and on that
0: note, oh, we wanted to – I wish I had, I had remembered when we were still talking to uh, Joe Sway. But I wanted to give him a quick shout-out. I mean, he might hate me for this, but I just want to give him a congrats. Uh, he's become um, one of the, the new Celtics riders for WEI.com. Obviously, he's still going to be with us. You know, he is the founder of this whole thing. So, But I just want to give him a, a congrats and, you know, Give him, a, give him a follow on Twitter, again, at uh, J-O-E underscore S-W-A-Y 10. Joe underscore Sway 10. There you go. That is So congrats man. congrats to my bro right there yes, for doing big things. Yes, congratulations, Sway. Keep it up. Keep it up, better man. Better keep running for Causeway Street. And you can catch us, obviously, oh, yeah. on social media. At Causeway Street. On Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And you can catch us on Facebook. Backslash. Causeway Street 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 Blog. blog. And follow us on SoundCloud. Obviously, you're listening to us.
2: Get on SoundCloud.
0: Follow us for all our podcast episodes. Past past podcast episodes, sorry. And uh, you got anything else there before we wrap this up there?
2: Let's go Celtics. The season's
0: underway. By the time you hear this. Wednesday night. Wednesday night against the 76ers. Again, at the TD Garden. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Later.